Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Great Scott Cinema Club podcast, the first episode of 2023. We've been on hiatus since about 2019, I think. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, and it, you know that these episodes are going to be sporadic, okay? If you're not used to uh-huh. that fact by now, then I think you might be a wee bit slow on the uptake. Don't worry, it doesn't make us love you any less. <laughs> thanks, thanks very much for listening again. So, Keezy, what have you been up to in the last six months? <laughs> we say the last time we did an episode, I was still in my thirties. <laughs> so, so was I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I still nothing much to report. Ah, so good to be back though. Aye, it's Aye. even if we don't have much to talk about. I can't believe we've, no. been, can't believe we've been away for so long and there's not been anything, really. No, well, that's it. It's like, it's just, it was just one of the years, wasn't it? That's Absolutely shite. You just couldn't be bothered going to the pictures. There was nothing that really, really drew me in, apart from Maverick. Which, Aye. What else did I go and see in the pictures last year? I went to see Scream. I went to see Maverick. Um, the Batman. I went to see the Batman. I went to see that. Aye. Um, but normally, like the big films, like all the Marvel ones, and that you you would be going to see. But this year, I was like, I just don't fancy them at all. Mate, I'm sick to the fucking back teeth of superhero movies. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> I really am. And saying that, I watched Black Adam pretty recently, and I I really right. enjoyed it. I enjoyed it to be honest with you. I thought it was pretty good, man. Well, I watched Wakanda Forever, and uh, it was actually, the first five and last five were, it was emotional, but the the three hours and 40 minutes, or whatever the hell it was in between, <laughs> it was like, ah, it's all right, it's just one, it's just another film. I sat down the day, um, I was going to have a look at the new Whitney Houston movie, uh, What's Love Got Aye. To yeah, not what's I've got to do with it. No, I want to dance with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you got the wrong woman there, Chris. Um, <laughs> uh, I want to dance with somebody. And do you know what? I, I put it on and I watched the first five minutes and I thought to myself, I've no get the atta- attention span for this now. But I, want, but I want to watch it. So I'm going to, uh, Sammy's going to be coming in soon. We're going to sit down and watch it tonight. So I'm looking forward to it, even though... Um, it seemed like, like I said to you, Keezy, they've not cast a, a Kevin Costner or anything like that in it. No. And that was a huge part of her story, you know what I mean? Like the, the Aye. That was a huge part. I was like, I was, I was thinking to myself, have they maybe half-arsed this year? But all of the reports that I'm getting about it is that it's absolutely incredible. So I, was, I was getting better reviews than I thought it would get. Uh, and I read a wee bit about it and it looks as if they've done it Right, and they've done it well. I so definitely want to watch it as well. You know my thoughts on Whitney Houston. I think she's the greatest singer that's ever fucking existed. The greatest female of all time, I think. And I know you'll probably come at me and hit me with about 40 women that are great singers, but there's none of them. I don't care what you say. There's none of them that have have held a candle to her. So uh, to watch... No, in her prime, she was the best ever. Easily. Do you know something, Keezy? I've hardly seen anything for the last time we've done this, but I've watched a few, Aye. watched a few, a few TV programmes. Maybe I need to do an episode based on <laughs> <laughs> Problem, like I said, was there wasn't anything that was enticing me to go to the pictures. 
Aye. And the one that I said I was going to go and see was Avatar 2. But I'm only working in the office once a week you now, right? Right. And then it's a case of going to the pictures after work and it's on for three and a half hours. And I'm like, is it just going to be the same as the last one? And do I really, I'm not getting home at like 10 and 11 at night? I was like, nah, I can't be bothered. I'm ashamed. There's, there's nothing that's making me. There was a film, right, that came out this year. And a lot of films are doing this now. The most bizarre marketing thing ever. Uh, it was the the Woman King. I didn't see that. What was the what was the market? It was Viola Davis. It was she's playing like an African warrior princess, woman king instead of queen. Uh, and it looked like Braveheart. It looked like Apocalypto, the Patriot type film. I was like, that looks brilliant, man. But Viola Davis comes out and says, uh, "If you don't go and see this film." You're just sending a message to Hollywood that black women can't uh, carry a, a film. I was like, well, I was going to go and see your film, but see now that you're lecturing me, I'm not going to go and see it. Stuffy. Hi. Viola, <laughs> see if you don't listen to this podcast. You're sending out a message that men, bald men in their 40s can't talk about movies. How'd you like that, Viola? Eh? <laughs> Jesus Christ almighty. I've, I've got no time for that shit, you know I have no man. I know. Uh, so who was it that said it before about not not Viola Davis? Uh, her her point about um bl- like black women heading up action movies, that's fair enough, right? But it was Aye. uh I think it was Jennifer Lawrence. Aye. Was in something. It was Viola Davis that was she was interviewing her. Is that what it was? And she- and she came out and said that she was the first ever woman to uh, be the head of an action movie. <laughs> what? Mate, she'd be the, the best role in the world, right? Technically, for for all intents and purposes, horror movies are, are action movies. Right? Oh, definitely. When you think about it, right? Now, tell me, apart from Ash, right, and the Evil Dead, tell me one protagonist in a horror movie that's not a female. Aye, great point. I don't even think people came up with Jamie Lee Curtis. No, they didn't. Jamie Lee Curtis and and, uh, Heather Langenkamp. Right. She played Nancy in Nightmare on Elm Street. You had, uh, on the Friday the 13th, you had Texas Saw Massacre. It's all women. So the point that they're making is completely moot. And to be honest with you, I don't care if it's a woman or a man no. or, a, or a dog or a baby. No. It, it's the film that that, uh-huh. that grabs you. Do you know what I mean? Like if it's a good idea for a movie or if, if they put out a good trailer and you're like, oh, that looks good. That looks like something that I'd want to see. Right? Uh-huh. That's, that's what that's what takes you to the that, well, That's what it used to be, eh? You put a trailer out, and if I fancy it, you tell me when it's going to be out in the pictures, and I'll go, and I'll decide where I go and go and see it. Exactly, mate. Jing, I'm queuing at the cinema for every fucking Peter Dinklage movie. No. <laughs> so, we're the best will in the world to view the <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. Keep your, fucking, keep your nose in your poke, man. You, you I know, know. Play up the strengths of the movie. Don't try and, and don't try and fucking guilt trip people into going seeing something. It's, that's ridiculous, man. Honestly. I like Viola Davis too. So they are. I was, I was genuinely going to go and see her. I was like, she's a great actress. She can do it all. Uh, this looks good. But when she came out with that, I was like, nah. 
Nah, I'll wait for it to come on some streaming thing. I was thinking of oh, Man King, that no, Woman King, that would kind of put me off, but it wouldn't, right? But see, a drag queen, see a man's a drag queen. See if a woman uh, is a man, is she a drag king? Aye, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I've never heard of the term, but... By the way, let's get that to the, the Dragon's Den. We could be on to a winner here, Keefy boy. <laughs> <laughs> Trademark, trademark, <laughs> uh, drag king. <laughs> it was that Charlie's Angels film that started all that. That's what it was. Or... It, that's the one oh. I was talking about. Uh, it was uh, Eliz- not, Elizabeth was Banks. Like... It wasn't Jennifer Banks. It was Elizabeth Banks. That's who it was. Aye. She it's... said, uh, oh, men aren't going to see this because they're sexist. We're not going to see it because who the hell are these three lassies that are playing Charlie's Angels? They're nobodies. Exactly. Not just that, right? i seen somebody replying to that. And they just rattled off Alien, uh, mm-hmm. Alien, Aliens, uh, The Hunger Games. What was it? Salt, the one where... Uh, Angelina Jolie, aye. Angelina Jolie, Mr. and Mrs. Smith and all that. Aye, aye. Like, there was, there was, somebody rattled out loads and loads of them and I was like, you know what, I've seen the majority of the movies and I've really enjoyed every one of them, so... Aye, we're not going to see that thing because it's a pile of shite. Exactly, at least the Charlie's Angels... <laughs> The Charlie's Angels movies that came out in the early 2000s, they were star-studded, do you know what I mean? Like you said, Aye. who the fuck are these Charlie's like that? Go on and get me fucking some angels and they brought them back. He's like, I want to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, I'm, I'm swearing like a madman here, I apologise. Um, <laughs> Bill Murray would never put up with these, the ones that they brought in for the, the new one. No. <laughs> he was bad enough with Lucy Liu in that, wasn't he? I know, away you just go. <laughs> Like, like I say, trying to guilt trip somebody into going to the cinema is not going to work in your favour at all. No, no. And then it was, then then we had the big films this year. It was Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. And I just, I mean, I eventually watched it and I, I turned it off, man. I was like, I can't be bored with this. No, Thor, not. have you seen that? Uh, do you know what, mate? As you know, I absolutely love Dragnarok. Aye. For some reason. I've not even bothered with uh, Love and Thunder or whatever it is that you call it. Nah, neither of that. No. Um, and like I said, I think it, it's partly it's to do with the fact that I think I'm all superheroed out. And I, I think everybody's the same now, man. Unfortunately, I don't see that trend ending anytime no. soon. Neither well, I thought that Warner Bros. had started to get their act together. They canned the Supergirl film, they canned the Batgirl film, they, they brought back Henry Cavill. Yeah, they brought back Henry Cavill and <laughs> and know how every big decision there's always a 50-50 split online where Hen- Henry Cavill announced he's back as Superman and it was 100% everybody was going oh yeah beauty give him another chance and then a week later he's like oh by the way he's out I was I'm, like I'm one of boss don't want to make money I'm going to be controversial <laughs> here I'm glad to see the back of Henry Cavill as Superman aye I really am. I never enjoyed any of the movies. None of oh, them. no. Nah. He was never given a good movie, but I thought he was great. I think Henry Cavill's tainted by the movies that have went before. So I think, Aye. I think a fresh approach is probably the right idea for one right, okay. of DC. Uh, that, would be a, that would be a good one. One of our, uh, one of our fantasy, fantasy cast. Recast. The full new DC. Like all the oh, I'd be good, aye. Superheroes. 
Um, I would maybe touch back on that at some point in another. Oh, that's a good idea. Man. I like it. I'm talking about everybody being fed up with superhero movies, and then I'm wanting to do a section of the show that's based around superhero movies. <laughs> 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 what I will say is, no. I think that see big budget movies now. There's just something lacking for them, majorly something majorly lacking for them. The movies that I've enjoyed the most have had, in comparison, pretty modest budgets. Like um, we spoke about it on a show before, it was uh, Jerry and Marge Go Large. Aye. That's, that's not going to cost lots of money to make. No. And and it was it was probably one of my favourite movies eh, in the last the last year, I would say. I'll say uh, the, the Banshees of Inner Sharon. I, I watched that well, uh, recently, and like I say to you, Keezy, I can't decide if it's one of the best movies or one of the worst movies I've ever seen. But <laughs> it, it appears on one of my lists. Mate, I was absolutely riveted the whole way through. <laughs> and, and you know what? Nothing happens in it. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's it, one of these films. I, it's more to do with it. It's the part and the... Aye, the acting. It's what they do with the acting. Should we just we'll talk about it a wee bit now? I I thought Colin Farrell was unbelievable in this film, and I thought Aye. I thought Brendan Gleeson was incredible as well. But I think what brought uh, what brought the most fun to the movie was the bit part player see like the barman and the people in the pub, and Aye. and his his sister and stuff like that. They were uh, the main the main part set for me. I thought that the, the ensemble cast round about them really, really, really brought it in together, man. I loved it. it but it was... The sister was excellent in it. Um, what about Barry? Is it Barry Keown? Is that how you pronounce his name? Barry Keown, the boy that's playing the Joker in the new Batman movies. Aye. Spoiler alert. I thought he was amazing. In case anybody doesn't know by now, spoiler alert. <laughs> I, I thought, uh, but I thought he was excellent. And going from what I've seen as him of him as a joker to what I seen him in uh, the Banshees of Inisher and that guy's got range Keezy he's Aye. he's a good actor definitely a good definitely. actor and I think you're going to be seeing a lot more of him in the next few years oh aye have you read his story about his life no no what a life that guy he said he was brought up in foster homes and um the orphanages and stuff like that, like oh, right. care, care homes and stuff like that, and he was he got expelled for school and everything, and nobody could really harness him. But then he, he found acting and he got into that, and he found a he found a niche for it, and he's obviously an extremely talented guy. I mean, you only need to watch the day two performances, like I said, to know that. Aye, I think it's like he, he gives me the impression that there's like a there's maybe part of him that's on the spectrum or something like that, if you understand what I mean. Aye. I, I don't know if that's just the way he played that role. If he did, it's outstanding. Oh, he was phenomenal, aye. He deserves yeah, his Oscar nomination. It's a film that I would probably watch again because I think there'll be wee nuances throughout the film. Aye. You don't, you don't notice, if you know what I mean. And De- no, definitely. Um, Do you like uh, In Bruges? Have you seen In Bruges? Um, I that was your man that directed that film. Yeah, it was with Colin Farrell and yeah, Val Kilmer. Was it Val Kilmer? No, no it was it was it was it was Brendan Gleeson, Colin Farrell, and, and uh, Voldemort. What's he called? Aye, um, one of the one of the brothers. Fines, Ralph, Ralph, uh, Ralph Fines. In Bruges, a film I love. Uh, made me go to Bruges because of it, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
But I had so I'd, I had high hopes for this and it lived up to my expectation. I thought I thought it was great. It was a it was a great a great film for me. It's definitely a four. Uh, I would say I'd give it four four out of five as well. I definitely. I mean, it came at a good time as well because I've been watching absolute shit. Be turning things off. Left, right. I, I couldn't even remember the last film I watched in full before it, uh, so it was great. Tell us this one then, uh, films that you've turned off recently, I'll, can I start? I go for it. I started watching the remake of House Party. Didn't even know there was one. I don't know what to say about it. <laughs> Honestly, it's as if they've went, right, let's take everything that made House Party popular and we'll get rid of it. <laughs> it was just absolute shit honestly so so bad so bad I turned it off after about 20 minutes Keen actually LeBron James is in it right and he's he's featured in it quite heavily and Keen's a huge right. Lakers fan and he loves LeBron James and about 20 minutes into this movie he turned around to me and went like this is crap turn it off um, <laughs> I mean I could not agree with you more buddy so I turned it off that's the first one I turned off what about you? Uh, Uncharted or Uncharted is it called is that the one where uh, Spider-Man aye about the video game aye so I mean I, I'm not a big video game player but I played that game it doesn't matter mate you're a, you're a big no. you're a big fan of those type of movies aye I know aye, National, aye. National Treasure and stuff like that oh that was all in you know I turned it off have you seen it <laughs> no mate I didn't even no the very the very first scene is, is there's like cargo hanging out the back of a plane and he's hanging onto the cargo and he's fighting a couple of guys. Right. And he accidentally kicks one of them to their death. Oh, no, sorry about that. And it was just like, he's just been Spider-Man and um, this is this is garbage. And then I remembered the scene for the trailer with the flying ships. I was like, I'm not sticking around for those fucking flying ships. This is getting off now. <laughs> I love Tom Holland and all, but I was like, nah, this is a lot of shit. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible trash. <laughs> I got to a point where I was like, right, there's nothing sticking out for me, so I'm going to start watching old movies again. Aye. And then I seen Violent Night. <laughs> oh. And I thought to myself, right, Home Alone, wee bit more violent than Home Alone. The story of Santa Aye. Claus, what have you, you know, you're... It was the lead up to Christmas, so I thought I'll get a bash. I thought it was alright. I'll be honest with you, I thought it was alright, but I've seen it all before. Um, it was kind of a bit like the babysitter. Right, okay. Which I, I like that. Aye, and it's, I didn't turn it off. I watched the whole lot of it. It was, it was a decent way to spend an hour and a half, but then I, I got back to my, my older films. I ended up watching all the Harry Potter movies. Don't ask me why. Having watched them again, I thought to myself, why did I do that? <laughs> I ended up watching Jackass, all the Jackass movies. Um, <laughs> what else did I end up with? I just wanted to be entertained, Keezy. You know what I mean? Sometimes and you, new films when they doing it. Aye, sometimes you need to go back and put on a comfy old pair of slippers. Right? <laughs> so I thought to myself, what am I in the mood for? And I thought, I want a revenge movie. You know, I like a revenge movie. Aye. So I watched Nobody Again, but then I get recommended a movie called Shot Caller. Right? And it's, right. it's uh, for 2017, and it's Nikolai Koster Waldo. Uh, played, oh, aye, aye. 
played Jamie Game of Thrones. Thrones. I played Jamie Lannister in Game of Thrones. Basically, what happens is he's him and his wife and his best mate and his best mate's wife are out for dinner and drinks. He's driving home. His best mate says, "So, honey, turns around to speak to him, and he fucking crashes the car, right?" But because he's a few a few bottles of wine and they're all a few bottles of wine, and he ends up going to going to prison for uh, for causing death by dangerous driving and it was his best mate this yeah. night so he's obviously already gutted but now he's been sent to prison for for 10 years but he goes in and he needs to make a decision how he's going to survive in jail so he he joins the the Aryan Brotherhood the, the kind of neo-Nazi race right, okay. and eventually he gets parole and he comes out and he's seen by the neo-Nazi people as being this superstar he's a mega like celebrity amongst their people because right. he, because of what he's done in prison and all of that but all he wants is to get back in touch with his wife and his son and it's all about how they all turn on each other and he becomes it, it, it's, it's really good man it's, it's a really good. good film it's called Shot Club uh, I would get a bash right. I don't want to get too much away because I think it's the sort of film no. you would watch and you would really enjoy it's I, I really did I, I enjoyed it it was my mate Davey Elder that that recommended it to me. It's got a few actors in it that you're going to recognise for other places that you maybe don't know their name. Do you know one of their ones? Right, aye, aye. But aye, I really, I really liked it. I thought it was great, man. That sounds good, aye. Um, one, the other thing, type of films I was looking for was stupid, not horror films, but like, you know how like slasher movies? Aye. Like you can, they're, they're just fun to watch, like they've stupid death scenes and that. And one, one of them is, you told me to watch it, but I don't know if you watched it. It was Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I started watching it, I turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, that's actually what reminded me, I think. I remember you saying you turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, we're, yeah. we're, the, we're the worst movie podcast ever, aren't we? <laughs> right, so Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. You watched it, uh-huh. I turned it off. Did you turn it off? No, I, I watched it all, but I caught on to what was happening really early doors. Uh, uh, I, I thought it was. I thought it was. It was good. It was. Do you know what, mate? I actually think that's why I turned it off. I think I, 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 I clocked it straight away, and I went like, ah, "Nah," and just turned it off. <laughs> but that, eh, that, that Pete Davidson guy, he, he's in it. Mm-hmm. I, I, what, what does that guy bring to the the, the party? If the buds he gets. I know. Every time I look at him, it looks as if he's just crawled out a drug den. I know. Just came out of fucking rehab. <laughs> nah. Um, obviously, the guy, I think he's actually alright, because like, when I watched The King of Staten Island. Right. I, th- I thought that was pretty good, man. I thought he was good on it. Right. Uh, no, that, I, he was fine. That was the story he's life, right? And I thought, no, I remember him being in it. Um, it was a, right. a room full of people. Aye. The kind of older guy um, that was a bit tough. Uh, he, he went for a sleep, woke up, folk were dead and all that. It was, I don't know, man. I, I, I can't remember the reason <laughs> I turned it off, but I just thought, ah, get this off. <laughs> uh, yeah, another film that you turned off, but uh, that was the kind of year it was. I mean, any other year, this film would get the time of day. But for yeah. some reason, it was one that I actually enjoyed. You enjoyed and it? I think that's kind of... I <laughs> thought it was I. <laughs> but I think that was a problem with a lot of films this year, that there, there's a lot of films were getting praised that 
any other years, but it's straight been to video. This film. Aye. <laughs> any other girl straight to video. <laughs> Do you know what I'm like? You know. Do you know what I'm like? You know. I have to say, like I was touching on it earlier on, like the big block, blockbusters and all that, and they hitting the right notes. Um, see. Uh, like Netflix and Hulu and all of that. That's a film I watched that I enjoyed. Uh, weird. Oh, right, okay, aye, aye. And I think they're doing, they seem to be doing better movies now than the movies that are going into the cinema. Right, <laughs> aye, maybe. Like, it must be absolutely terrifying, see, for Hollywood executives and stuff like that now. Because. Aye. It's just going to get to a point where cinema is obsolete if they don't pull their fucking finger out their arse and start making good movies. They have, they have to work out what the hell it is people want because at the moment they haven't got a bloody clue. I know, they don't. Or they don't seem to, The only guy who has a clue is Tom Cruise. And Spiely. <laughs> big big Spiely. <laughs> you know what you want. But, uh, aye, you're right, aye. No, you're, you're spot on. Like, for, for all... It was it was really well anticipated. Maverick lived, lived up to the hype. Yeah, I mean, there's there's nothing else that I went to see in the cinema. I mean, I went to see Jurassic Park Dominion, right? Aye, I, I think I spoke. Don't about worry, we'll, before, aye, don't worry, it's coming up on. All right, all right. It's, okay. it's, it's in my it's one it's in one of my lists. Uh, right, okay. What, right, I wonder yeah. what one. <laughs> I, I tell you what then why don't we why don't we go into the list so now or do you want right to, let's go for it to... what we'll do right we'll go top three worst trailer game and then finish with the top five best sounds good to me are you ready aye let's go for it right Keezy so rather than going for good to bad we want, we want to end on a positive note so we'll start off with our three worst movies um, in 2022 so straight in at number three for you is Right, it's a film called Run, Sweetheart, Run. Right. So the, the plot of the film is, Lassie goes on a date, it's going with a, with a guy, it's going great, and then he, he takes her back to his bit, and then five minutes later you see her running out the house screaming, and she looks as if she's fucking been attacked by a bear. Uh, and then the, the plot is that he gives her till dawn, to, he's going to chase her about the city and try and kill her and she's got till dawn to stay alive yeah, so I thought it was going to be, be like yeah, yeah, I thought it was going to be like oh this is judgement night for a new audience I'm all in here <laughs> and it is it's one of the worst things I've ever seen in my bloody life yeah. actually it came out this year but after watching it and going how how the hell did, is this even a thing um, it's been in a draw for two years and then Amazon just put it out there for mugs like me to watch. But it's one of the biggest things about the film that's horrendous. It's too awkward for a guy to talk about. So just trust me in this. Don't ever fucking watch it. Um, it is atrocious. It's too awkward for a guy to talk about. Aye. Uh, See, <laughs> you've got me intrigued now. I might need to watch this film. <laughs> You've actually sold one of your worst movies ever to me. I suppose I could I could tell you, but it, 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 nobody wants to hear us two talking about this. <laughs> Seriously, I'll tell I'll tell you right, and I'll, I'll definitely won't. I definitely won't edit it out. Oh, oh, this is getting edited out. Aye. So basically, it turns out that the guy's some sort of werewolf or demon thing or something, right? Right. And 
the problem with her is that she was in a rush to get to the date and she's on her period. <laughs> and she spends 75% in the movie looking for tampons. And I'm like, who the name of fuck wants to watch this shit? I, I, don't, think I, I don't think that's too awkward to talk about. I think that's funny. <laughs> Mate, she's tripping all over the fucking place. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, there's a fucking trail right there. <laughs> man, man, that's funny, man. That's funny. <laughs> Mate, it's, it's the worst film ever. Oh, man. I can't believe we, we had to cut that out. That was funny. Oh, well. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, run, run, girl, run. Is it run, girl, run? Run, run sweetheart, run. Run, sweetheart, run is one that one you have to avoid. It's it's Aye. not pa- it's not past the keysy test. So uh, number three, <laughs> number three for me is one that we've just spoke about: bodies, bodies, bodies. Um, uh, <laughs> nah, no, no, for me, I don't, I don't need to expand on it anymore. I just thought the acting was ham. I thought, like, so, I don't, I don't think there was anybody in the movie that was likable that you wanted to survive. Well, that's a good point as well, aye. The last year I bore that too because she's the last year I bore that too. Not because of the end that she did in this film. I didn't even realise that myself. There you are. <laughs> but anyway, um, do you know what? It's all just come back to me, Keezy, and I, I remember why I turned it off because I was like, oh, it's fucking sticking out like a sore thumb. <laughs> <laughs> aye, so we'll, we'll, move, we'll move on for Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. What was your second worst film? Right, so this is it. You had, you, you had slaughtered it already, and it's Jurassic World Dominion. Aye. So you had me well warned, but I was on a plane, and I had hours to kill, so I was like, I'll, I'll put it on, but any time they mention locusts, I'll fast-forward it two minutes. Right. So I think it only took me about an hour to watch the, the, the full film. <laughs> but I honestly, it wasn't even the locust thing. I hated Everything about this film. Aye, so Everything. Aye, so I that. hate. I no longer like the characters for Jurassic Park. Maybe Sam Neill's characters alright, but aye, even no. Goldblum was doing my nothing. They were there for Sam Neill and what do you call Laura it? Dern. Laura Dern. Well, they had a role to play. Jeff Goldblum was just there for a for a payday, wasn't he? <laughs> and then. <laughs> And then all of a sudden he's got the, well, I'm saying he's got the guts to fight a dinosaur. He was the first one really to face up to a dinosaur in Jurassic Park, so he can't really, can really say that. But he doesn't fight but, a dinosaur, but he somehow majestically arrives out of nowhere and saves the day. And, <laughs> <laughs> but, and, but to be fair, during that scene I was like, Goldblum's going to die here. Ah, uh, well, uh, that's a good point. I, I still didn't want to be dying right enough, but... Uh, I thought he's there for comic relief. Some some of his lines were quite funny, and other lines it was like just forced on it. This doesn't make any sense. I actually see the bit where the the two lassies are out in the control room and they're looking at the control panel, and Goldblum's on the intercom with the mm-hmm. with a guy helping them, mm-hmm. and the guy's like, I "Tell them he pressed the the yellow button," mm-hmm. and Goldblum says, "Right, see that green button? Can you see the green button?" They're like, "Aye, aye, so it's not that one." It's the one, it's the one three up or four down, and like, what fucking one is it? But what the hell is this shit? The fucking Goldblum's went senile. I didn't even notice that, but 
I, 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 like a... I by that point I was just like, oh, hurry up and end. Because uh, um, so but Barry Barry McWilliams he he texts me he's like, ah, when the heck he's going to do a new episode? I want to hear you sort of Jurassic World again. Uh, and it was well, the thing I was going to slaughter it was some of the dinosaurs. I thought, did they get like, primary school children to design these things? I know. But it turns out that they are, they are, they are actually dinosaurs. Either, either, either accurate, they're accurate. Yeah. That, that big fucking chicken thing with the I, javelins coming out of it. It looks like, it looks like, it looks like fucking uh, Dumbledore's mad bird that saves <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> no, man. Honestly. <laughs> Keezy, I, I cannot stress enough how disappointed I was with that movie. Oh. Honestly, that's my number one. So I'm not even going oh, to announce my number one. So, but it was really, really, if you start to finish, I was just like, ah, this is absolute dog meat. And <laughs> it's a shame because, do you know, the Universal have just thought, do you know what? This is a cash cow. We're guaranteed a billion dollars if we bring out one of these Aye. movies. And it's like it's as if they fucking care and all of that's went out. Eh? It, like Steven Spielberg wouldn't have let that movie come out the way it was. No, you know what no I mean? No way. That yeah. first Jurassic Park, you can see that the heart and soul. Everybody went into that film. Hundred percent. The whole the attraction is they're trapped. They're trapped in a park. Dinosaurs. It's a chase movie and it's claustrophobic and. That's brilliant exactly. enough. Exactly. But it turned out that see even like the other that, that see all the characters from Jurassic World are much like that. So I do not give a shit about these people. Nah, me neither. Even the ones that turned face halfway through, I'm like, oh, that's what Barry was was talking about. He's like uh, the face turn for the guy that caused it all in the first place. That, is it Wong? Aye, and he, uh, he's the one at the end. He he's the one that started it right for Jurassic Park one. Aye, BD Wong. He doesn't he doesn't get to make a face turn. I know that guy's the biggest <laughs> the biggest killer in, of all time. We've been waiting for his come up in for six movies. <laughs> I, I hated that character that much that any time BD Wong's in anything else, I hate his character. <laughs> could be playing fucking Sully that landed the plane in the fucking river and I'd be like I don't care I hate him he's the cause of Jurassic Park <laughs> aye that's, that's my number one so and that's your number two so we'll go for two and now and then we'll go for your number one right so, <laughs> my number two is X now right okay I've seen this movie a million times and that's it right it got a big build-up, but basically it suffered for the same issues, bodies, 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 and Jurassic Park, uh, Jurassic World Dominion, I didn't care about any of them. Right. See if you're going to want me to be upset at somebody dying in a movie, make me like the character. It's, like, it's like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the reboot that Netflix done recently as well. It was all social influencers and all that, and immediately you're like, ah, the world needs ready as many of these people as possible. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not care. Are you seeing on the guy with the chainsaw? Exactly, exactly. Go on yourself, weather face. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just like, that, this one was based on a, I don't know if you watched it, Keezy, but it was based on a, on a farm. These these uh, these people, again, 
YouTubers or have went to this for no, they're no YouTubers, they're porn makers, they make porn movies. Are you saying the the eighties or something or seventies, is it? Seventies over it. It's round about the same time as Texas Chainsaw Massacre originally came out. Right. That's what this is set. And it's more or less along the same lines. It, right, okay. Just, they go there, the family that own the farm turn out to be mad hatchet men and it's all about right. these, these porn stars trying to get away from them and I didn't care about any of it. It's just, it was a, it's a film that I should enjoy, but... Aye, because I was going to watch it, and you, you told me not to. Ah, you would hate it, man. You would absolutely Aye. hate it. But <laughs> it's, it's went, it got to the point where any of these films that I'm watching now, like, they don't seem to have the heart, they don't seem to have the like the camaraderie between the characters and stuff like that that you need to be able to get, get through Aye. this sort of film. You know what I mean? All of these films are the same now, and X isn't any different. So it's like you're watching these films and you're just sitting thinking, the sooner these people get their heads chopped off, the better. <laughs> and and that, that's, that's not what you should be before no. you're watching one of these movies. I mean, you go, no. back to, you go back to Scream. You never wanted Sydney to get killed. You never wanted Randy to get killed or anything like that. No chance, no. Do you know what I mean? Because no. because you've built up this relationship with these characters over a number of movies and stuff. Like aye, that. aye. I'm really looking forward to the new one because it's not based in Woodsboro. It's based in New York City, and it's it's, right, a, okay. it's a ghost face is has gone to New York City now. So you've got a much right. much grander scale for this one. I think. Aye. So if they think, do it, I don't think Maeve Campbell's signed up for it anymore. Is she? Hayden Panettiere's on it. She was in Scream Four, remember? Did she survive Scream Four? In this new Scream, I don't know if you've seen like when the killing started. It showed you the news report, and uh, along the bottom of the screen on the news report, it says uh, coming up interview with Woodsboro survivor Kirby. All oh, right, okay. So uh, well, I that sounds promising. But I'm I'm kind of hoping that it doesn't go down the same route of what happened previously but apparently Stu Mocker for Scream 1 isn't right. dead he's in prison aye aye supposedly so um, the original plan for Scream 3 um, remember the writer strike happened and stuff like that and it got totally oh aye aye the original plan for Scream 3 was to have Stu like commanding a group of ghost faces from prison and that was the original right, so I don't know if they're maybe going to go down that route where where he's right. it's I'm looking forward to it because I, I like the screen movies. You fire one of them on, you know that you're going to be entertained for a couple of hours, do you know what I mean? Definitely. These these kind of slasher uh, serial killer movies now don't really have the same kind of like I said, the same kind of camaraderie between the between no. the characters. You know what I mean? So Definitely that's not. that's why I turned it off. Just X was not for me, man. Right, fair enough. And then obviously number it wasn't the worst because Jurassic World Dominion was worse. But in my opinion, there was one that was worse than that. Right, give me up. And it, the ingredients it should have been a, a home run, should have been a, a tap-in. Tom Hanks, Robert Zemeckis and Disney remake a Pinocchio. Guess and it what? is the Guess worst. What I done? Guess what I've done after five minutes? <laughs> 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 this, this podcast yeah, I never get, I never films get we never watched in 2023 <laughs> mate I never get a Geppetto's shop neither did I you see the bit when he sees the star aye and then the next see? morning Pinocchio's there I was like that puppet is far too creepy 
had the white watch just turned it off. I thought Jiminy Cricket was, was creepy as well. Seeing the, the cartoon when he's he, when he's dancing with like, the, the statue of the woman, and that was like funny and like in this it was like creepy as fuck. And uh, see when the, the blue fairy turned up and started mm. murdering when you wish upon a star, I was like, nah, I've had enough of this. This mm. is awful. Uh. Who the oh, what is Hanks doing? What is the makers doing and what the hell? Oh, we know that Disney have lost the plot. We know that he they've lost the plot. Do you want to make a, a, a Pinocchio movie, Robert Zemeckis? Live action, Robert Zemeckis? It's not like I've got a great track record for being able to bring amazing movies to life, do you know what I mean? So it's a, no, it's a no-brainer <laughs> for him, right? <laughs> Tom Hanks only needs to sit in a, in a hangway for a few hours, in a wee cabin for a few hours. It's a no-brainer for him. The full movie's down, down to fucking... Um, Animators, basically. No, no true, aye, aye. I, do you know what? I, I kind of regret not sticking with for the whale scene. Because I think the whale scene would probably be quite it. impressive. You know what I mean? Right. Nah. Oh, I couldn't watch another second yet. Um, and I know because I turned it off, it shouldn't be on the list, but it has to go on the list. This is, is atrocious. Um, the Disney remakes are all... They're, they're getting worse. Uh, I think they should abandon all, all all this stuff. I think they're, they're doing Snow White next year, isn't it? I don't know, are they? Snow White's been done. Yeah, I mean, I know. I mean, who cares? Are you right? But aye, Pinocchio. Probably learned a lesson. No, see if you films like Cats and stuff like that. Well, you don't want them going down the the route of starting to make the kind of borderline Disney movies that were. Kind of successful, but not really on the same way as the Beast and stuff, because you'll end up with movies like the Aristocats and. Oh, aye, aye. You know what I mean? But oh, that's the other one that's coming out next year. What, the and it's getting slaughtered. No, it, I just remembered, sorry. It's getting slaughtered before the ball's kicked. Uh, the Little Mermaid. Oh. Remember the, the uproar about that? <laughs> that? Do you know what? You need, you need to give that movie a chance. That's just, oh, aye. That's just. Mate, let's be honest, let's just call it what it is. That's just racist people. Uh, uh, <laughs> who's to say what colour a bloody mermaid is, anyway? I, I mean, I do. I. Oh, but th- this this fa- fantastical creature cannot be black. I like <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'll give it a chance, but uh, I think it, I, I don't think it's got much of a chance. But I'm quite at the... Did they cast Melissa McCarthy as Ursula? Aye, that's, that's good I'm, casting. I'm it? for it, man. I'm all for this. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting And do you know what? Nah, as, soon as, soon as, under the, soon as under the sea starts blasting out, everybody will be loving it. Exactly. exactly. You're right, you'll be dancing in the aisles. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to watch Mamma Mia. But I know, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm quite looking forward to that. And like I said, see anything that's coming out that's not superhero related, get a bash, man. You know? Aye. Ah, you're right. All right, Keezy. So that brings us to the end of um, top three worst films. I think we could have been on for a few hours with that one, to be honest with you. <laughs> could end up with a top 15 there, but... <laughs> so that we, we break up the monotony a wee bit, we'll go for the trailer game now, what do you reckon? Aye, let's go for the trailers. <laughs> Right, okay, strap yourself in because I'm about to talk. <laughs> okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. 
So I mentioned earlier on that I'd started to watch House Party and it was remade for the new generation. Aye. Terrible. I was flicking through last night looking for trailers to watch for this episode of the show and I stumbled across a remake of a movie that I spoke about at length on this show before. <laughs> I, I, I think I told the whole story of the movie if you start to finish anyway. It was uh, White Men Can't Jump Now. If you've been listening to the show, you know how highly I hold that film, the original movie. It's brilliant. It is an absolutely brilliant film. All I'm going to say, we're not going to talk about this trailer too much. All I'm going to say is, go and watch the trailer, White Men Can't Jump 2023, and you'll see everything that's wrong with modern cinema. Great point. Aye. Aye. You, You can't sum it up any better than that. No. I cannot believe it. What you said to me, 40 seconds and he turned off a trailer. That's how, <laughs> bad, that's how bad this looks. He turned off a trailer. The worst. <laughs> how bad does a movie need to be that you can't make it through the trailer? <laughs> and, oh. uh, it's, it, it was, I was bothered on being angry, but... I know, mate. Can you, can you, can you imagine how Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes and Rosie Perez are feeling like watching that that remake. Oh. That is an absolute shambles. That's all, I'm going, that's all I'm going to say on it. To the point where I, I don't think I'll even get the time of day. I don't think I'll, it'll, I'll watch it in any way, shape or form, but I'll also start to dislike people who do actually watch it. That's how bad this I, I'll, I'll never ever watch it. <laughs> no, I'll not, even if somebody says it's brilliant, I'm not watching it. No, nah. definitely not, man. Nobody will ever say that anyway. I know, apart from the absolute <laughs> plonkers that are in it. <laughs> no, it was just, it reminded me of a film that's, that's going to get remade, and I think it's a terrible idea as well. And it's that Channing Tatum's bought the rights to Ghost, and he's the remaking Ghost. With him is Sam and I don't know. I, there's nobody else has been announced, but you know, I'll bet I don't you, want I'll bet you any money. Mila Kunis gets it all with Demi Moore's character. Yeah, right. What a shape. <laughs> Here's another one. I don't know if we spoke about this before. They have already remade, and it's on its way out, starring none other than UFC superstar Conor McGregor. Aye. Roadhouse. Oh, that's right. Roadhouse. What? What is going on? Now, Roadhouse isn't Citizen Kane, right? (laughs) How can can you not come up with something new? Why why do you need to use the name of a film? As like I said, it's not heralded as a break in cinematic history. Everybody who's seen it knows what it is. It's a it's um, an, hour, an hour and a half, two hours of Patrick Swayze doing spin kicks and then firing into a hot nurse. That's what it is. That's what the movie is. Aye. He did a 10 out of 10. Aye. Why does that story need to be told again? Exactly, aye. Yeah, you're right. It was uh, it was all of its time and it was just... It's, it's going to be absolute garbage, isn't it? Is, is it Jake Gyllenhaal? Jake Gyllenhaal and, uh, uh, and Kurt, uh, Conor, Conor McGregor. McGregor. Jake Gyllenhaal's meant to be Patrick Swayze. Right. 
to quote a great film. If that guy has a dream that he's Patrick Swayze, he better wake up and apologise. They ruined his whole legacy because they remember they, they did uh, that. Dirty Dancing. Oh, Jesus. The worst thing I've ever seen. They're, they're remaking... They've remade uh, Roadhouse. They're remaking, what do you call it, the one that you just said there? Ghost. Uh, Ghost. The, they've remade Point Break as well. So that's so his they, four so big films. Exactly. And if anything proves that Patrick Swayze was a fucking top quality movie star, it's the fact that not one of the remakes have done a thing, man. No. But, and they, they have, won't you ever, do a have you thing? ever heard anybody going, oh, by the way, did you see that Point Break remake? You need to watch it. <laughs> no. no. This is it, mate. I think Hollywood is going down the shutter. I'm sorry. I really do. <laughs> and it's a, it's a horrible state of affairs because there's so much talent out there and they're not being given the vehicles to show their ability because the the movie execs are a bunch of lazy bastards that can't be bothered Aye. with the movie. What? Jake Gyllenhaal's a good actor. Why is he reducing himself to something like that? I know. And I don't care what you say, Conor McGregor is not going to put in an Eminem performance. No, you know I mean? you're, no you're, chance. You're not getting, you're not getting an Oscar-worthy uh, performance out of Conor McGregor. The only Oscar-worthy performances that he gives nowadays is when he kids on that he can actually fight and gets <laughs> into the octagon and gets his head smashed in again and again. <laughs> It's it's just a, it's a shame because it's like you said it, that's Patrick Swayze's four big ones that right. have went away now. And the, the irony is his last movie that he was in, I think, was Donnie Darko. And who was the star of Donnie Darko? Oh, right enough, aye. Jake Gyllenhaal. So <laughs> surely Jake Gyllenhaal can't be going like that. Oh, aye. I'm going to honour his memory by remaking his movie. You know, that's just a. <laughs> There's no oil in the game, mate. There's no pals in the desert, is what I'm saying. You know? <laughs> Aye. Sorry, mate. It's, I, it's, I, it's, Hollywood are phoning it in and we're suffering because we're not making anything for us. It's probably because 90% of us don't go to the pictures anymore and just steal the movies off the fire stick. <laughs> <laughs> that is not an, ad, an, an admission of guilt on behalf of the Great Scott <laughs> Cinema Club podcast. <laughs> Aye, but I mean, um, nah, I'm not looking forward to it at all. Um, nah, white men, sh- white men can't jump. Thumbs down. Oh, oh, thumbs down for that. Uh, what else have we got, Casey? Yeah. Well, there's one that you were optimistic about it, and I'm not, and it's the big one. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Indiana Jones in the worst title ever. <laughs> what was it you said about it again? I can't remember. Uh, it, it sounds like a Tenacious D film. <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> sounds like a sequel to the Tenacious D movie. That's what it was. I'm alright. I, I think the trailer looks really good. The name of the movie is shockingly bad, but you know what you're getting, Indiana Jones, don't you? You know. It's... Well, all they need to do is make a better film than Kingdom and the Crystal Skull, and it'll be seen as a success. How hard could that possibly be? Was Patrick Swayze in it? (laughs) (laughs) There was a couple of red flags in that trailer, though. Actually, 
my first viewing of the trailer, I like, I like the bit at the end when he's got the whip out and then everybody tries to shoot him. I thought that was funny. Aye, that's, that's the, classic indie button. Aye, but the bit that I didn't like in the trailer was the bit where he's on the horse in Glasgow and he's it looked like Philip Schofield with <laughs> fucking A. Harris's forced face just put on it. It looked terrible. I was like, if that's in the trailer, then what, I, what else is Burn in been... mind, they use these early trailers for feedback. So there's, ah, there's well, a, true, you know, right. I mean, there's a good chance so that they're going to fix that. But I, I know, but did, you not, did you not get a wee bit excited see, when you just like heard the music? Oh, I, I, you know, I mean, you, you, get that, it, you get that, like the, the old hairs in the back of your neck stand up, knowing it. <laughs> oh, definitely. Aye. As soon as that tune goes back in, as soon as that tune comes on, I and I don't care if he's 90 or whatever he is, but I'll, I I'll still love it. I remember still love it. The day I went to see Superman Returns in the cinema, and uh, when the music started, man, I nearly had to be bloody escorted out of the cinema. <laughs> I was buzzing, man. <laughs> so it, it's like, obviously, it's a John Williams classic tune, do you know? Aye. Yeah. That music is going to live the test of time. They can use that music for every Indiana Jones movie. Oh, aye. Looking at that, it got me excited. I'll definitely go and see this in the cinema. Ah, oh, 100%. I'm just worried about that Phoebe Waller-Bridge, what her role in it is, but she might just be the comic sidekick. I mean, you can't read too much into it. Uh, what is the talk that she's Indiana Jones's daughter and she's going to be taking over the mantle? Aye. I've heard, I've heard rumours that it's a time travel movie and he gets erased from existence and she she's the one that takes over. Some shit like that. And then there's also been rumours that they've, since the trailer's been released that they've, they've shot a new ending. John Williams let it slip that he had, he's like, I'm 91 and I'm still working. I had to go back and re-score the, the, the last few scenes of the Indiana Jones movie. They had John to re it. John Williams is 91 years old. <laughs> Jeez, oh man. He's got a fair old catalogue for this oh, successful aye. career, man. What a, what a guy. The old Sorry, Indiana Jones, for me, I'm going to go thumbs up. I think you're probably going to go thumbs in the middle, aren't you, for Alexi? I've got concerns, but I'll definitely be there, so thumbs up. Right, what's next then? What's next on the list? The New Evil Dead movie. I know you're not a fan of horror movies and stuff like that, but... Oh, they, they made a new one of that? Uh, it's a sequel to the, the reboot that they made. I thought the reboot was absolutely tremendous, to be honest with you. Um, so, looking forward to this one. It was really gory. It was it was a good old-fashioned horror movie, and you don't right. see them very often anymore. Um, and quite a lot of the, the violence and stuff has been toned down in movies nowadays, but there's a scene in the, in the trailer for this one. Go and have a look at it. If you like horror movies, go and have a look at this trailer because right. it's actually one of the ones where you look away from the screen and that's only in the trailer. So I can't imagine, what, I can't imagine what the actual movie's going to be like. That's one that I'll watch. I'll not go to the cinema to see it. I'll watch it in the house, but I'll definitely watch it. So Evil Dead for me, thumbs in the middle because I'm going to watch it and I'm in the house. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, so another trailer I want to talk about is Creed 3, um, Aye. which looks pretty good, man. Looks as if it might be back on form. Um, I thought Creed 2 left a lot to be desired, especially with the uh, the subject matter. You know what I mean? They had, they had so much that they could have done with it, but they, they completely fucked it up. Um, Creed 3 doesn't have Sylvester Stallone in it. He's not involved with no. the movie in any way, shape or form. Um, there's a bit, of, a bit of an argument going on there now between him and uh, MGM. 
So yeah. I'll I'll stand beside my man Sylvester. But when he's not looking, I'll watch Creed Three. Because <laughs> it, it, it looks pretty good to me. The story looks as if it's uh, Adonis um, when he was being brought up. I think he was being brought up in the children's home before Apollo's wife aye, aye. Um, adopted him. And uh, somebody's went to one of his pals has took a dairy for him when he's done something wrong, and that guy's went to prison, and now he's coming out and trying to exact his pound of flesh. So. Aye. Paint by numbers, but I'm sure okay. it'll be entertaining as hell. So I'll definitely. It sounds, oh, it sounds, sounds the type of film that we're, we're looking for. So I, I'm up for it as well. I, I agree with you. I loved the first one. Mm. Didn't like the second one at all. But aye, this looks like they've kept it simple. Aye, uh, it, I, I don't see how it, how it can go wrong, really. Well, to be fair, I didn't see how the second one could go wrong. Ah, true. And I think the last one that we're going to talk about, we mentioned it previously, Keezy, is uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie. Which, oh, aye, aye. See, if like, somebody went like that to me, design me a Mario movie, that's exactly what it would look like. However, aye. did you see the Saturday Night Live sketch? Was that we? No, I haven't seen it yet. You just posted a video and I forgot to watch yeah, it. You need to watch it. It is because obviously it's piggybacking off the back of the popularity of The Last of Us. Right? So right, they've, aye. Done, they've done an HBO series about Mario Kart. Right? <laughs> and they've got Pedro Pascal playing Super Mario. Honestly, I, by the end of the, the sketch, I was like, that's a TV show that I actually want to watch. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but this, this Mario movie, obviously, it's, it's aimed at kids, but uh, that, that's our thing for when we were kids. Obviously, he's, he's went through the generations as well. Nintendo have always managed to produce tremendous games based on Mario. Oh, aye. And, but the the natural next step would be to make a movie. Now, they tried it, in the, they tried it back in the day. They tried to make it... Uh, too much based in reality. What Super Mario needs is an animated movie, and that's what they've got here. Now, the, the cast is unbelievable for this movie. The cast is Aye. huge. They've got, they've got Chris Pratt playing um, playing Mario. They've got Anya Taylor-Joy, who uh, is the Queen. Oh, they've got Charlie Day. Aye. They've got Jack Black. They've got Seth Rogen. They've got Keegan-Michael Key. And there's quite a few great comedy kind of actors in there. Aye. Charlie Day plays Luigi, Chris Pratt plays Mario, Jack Black plays Bowser, Seth Rogen oh, plays, plays Donkey Kong, Seth Rogen playing... Brilliant. Yeah, that's great I, casting, I, I think it? the casting for it's excellent and all people can say is Chris Pratt's not doing the Super Mario voice. I know. They've not took a step back and looked at it and thought to themselves, this looks like what a Super Mario Brothers movie should look Aye. like. If you can't can get used to the voice, then fuck's sake, man. Come on. <laughs> Aye, I, I think it looks brilliant. But see, in um, this, this day and age, Keezy, see if Chris Pratt had tried to do the mad Italian plumber voice, he would have got cancelled for it. And they'd be like, ah, <laughs> and, and they'd be like, ah, they'd be like, ah, excuse me, is, is there a dearth of Italian plumbers in Hollywood these days? <laughs> what I mean? Uh, why so, can't they get a real plumber exactly. to play them? Why, why can't they get a real pair of plumbing brothers that are based in Italy who have moved to Brooklyn? <laughs> 
<laughs> but <laughs> Aye, I, for, really. for me, I think that's what's great. I just go with the story that that we've all known for the past forty years. Princess uh, Peach gets stole. Mario goes and saves the day. No, I mean. <laughs> I can't wait to see the sequel. <laughs> so, what's next then, Casey? Aye. Uh, so the other, the only uh, thumbs up for me, by the way, for Mario. But um, Aye, the only, up, I, I, f- I remember the last film was coming out soon that we haven't spoke about, and it's a uh, cocaine bear. Aye, let's talk about that actually, because that's a, <laughs> mate, that's a true story. That movie. <laughs> it is the most outrageous shit I think I've ever heard in my life. If you, if you haven't heard of this story, it's a true story, so it's not any spoilers or anything like that. It's a actual story that happened in real life. I think it was like drug traffickers dropped cocaine out of a plane. Aye. And it landed, it landed in the woods and a bear found it and ate it all. <laughs> and went off on a, a cocaine-fueled bear attack, attack party. <laughs> how do you even how do you describe it? Even on a even on a cocaine-fueled rampage. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't know anything about it, but that's that's hilarious. If nothing it looks else, good. it does look good. Actually, it looks like everything that that Leonardo DiCaprio movie should have been. Aye, <laughs> 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 uh, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's, uh, it's, somebody, it's out this month, in fact. I think it's like the 24th of February. Oh, is it? Oh, right, uh, okay. So, Keen and all his pals think that it's the funniest premise for a movie ever, and they all want to go and see it. So, if it's a 15, I might, <laughs> I might drop him off at the pictures and let them go in, and then I'll set up the back or something. Whatever. They don't notice me. Aye. Uh, <laughs> We'll, we'll move on now. Uh, the, our top, right, aye, our top five movies of the year. Aye, I think it's time to be positive about films. Aye, definitely. <laughs> I don't think um, I don't think we'll say the good thing about a movie. Yeah. <laughs> let, let's be honest. They don't tune in for for the good stuff. They tune in for the bad stuff, don't they? Aye, true. Aye, um, but. I think I think our top fives will probably be different, but I don't think there's any prizes getting handed out for what number one's going to be. <laughs> aye, aye. I, I wonder. I wonder what could be top of those ones. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'm going to go first this time because you got to go first aye. last time, right? right so okay. My number five is Jackass Forever. I loved it. All oh, right, okay. I've watched. It, I've watched it three times since I seen it in the cinema. Can I say that about any of the other movies on this list? Uh, I've watched no. Maverick, I've watched Maverick twice, but I've I've watched Jackass three times since I since I seen it in the cinema. I laughed my ass off, honestly. <laughs> I Everything. still haven't seen it. Actually, I should, mate, I should have mate, seen it. You should you should watch it definitely. Right. So um, I so at number five for me, Jackass Forever. What have you got? Right. Okay. So we already spoke about the Bayern Seas of Inisherin. That's my number four. So we can oh, talk that? about it now. Yeah, we'll, we'll aye, spoke, so we'll that, spoke that's... about it. We'll spoke about it at length, to be honest with you. Um, aye, um, aye. I just wanted to say it was the pattern. It was brilliant. The acting performances were great. It was mental. It was absolutely nuts. It, it kept my attention the full and it's one of the best buddy movies I've seen for years. Aye, that's a great point as well. Aye, and um, and, and they're not even buddies. That's the best part. I know. 
Uh, it was great. It was just just great watching a, a good film again. So, so uh, it definitely deserves its place in my top five. So number five for me. It's number four for me. So we'll move on to Keezy's number four now. All right. Okay. Uh, my number four is a bit of a shock with this one. It was... Um, I, I wasn't even going to bother watching it, but then it came, It was on the plane as well, and it's a. You'll roll your eyes at this one, but it's Downton Abbey, to uh, a new era. All right, that sounds <laughs> so don't worry, I'll keep it short and sweet. But um... right, so my number three is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so this is the second Downton Abbey film. The first one was just an extended episode. The only difference was here's all the characters that you don't love on the big screen. But nothing really happens in it. This one had more of a storyline uh, centred around Maggie Smith's character, the Countess Violet. 165 in this, by now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's, she's one of the greatest, it's one of the greatest TV characters ever. She's, it's phenomenal. Oh, she's amazing in it again. I think she won every award under the sun multiple times. But by nah, way, she, what, it, what a career Maggie Smith had. Oh, she, she's the best. She was the best, best in the best, Harry Potter movies and all. Ah, best British actress ever. Hands down. Oh, Helen Mirren's wringing her hands at you right now. <laughs> Could nearly sell boots. Don't get me started on Olivia Oscars Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Maggie Smith, I think she's still got the most. Well, it's only two, but she's still... Oh, so she's only British one to do um, But no, I... She's amazing in it, and it's it's a it's a great send off for Downton Abbey. They should call it here. There's nowhere else to go with it. A brilliant ending to a all much loved TV show, and well, the two films that they made, they never let it down. They kept the legacy intact. So, with TV, with films made about TV shows, that's rare. And uh, I brilliant. I mean, anybody that doesn't watch Downton Abbey has already fast forwarded this. So we'll move on. Right, uh, <laughs> right. So number number three for me was Elvis, which right, okay. I thought it was I thought it was decent, man. I, I enjoyed it. Like I said, it, it can open my eyes a wee bit to his life. I never realised that he never really left America. He, he, aye, he, aye. he was always uh, doing American gigs all the time. I, for some reason, I always thought he like, toured the world. I think it's because I still probably don't really consider Hawaii as part of America. You know what I mean? So like when he had ah, done, right, okay, done yeah, the Hawaii yeah. tour and stuff like that, I just assumed that he'd done a world tour. So right. and, um, the story about how the colonel kind of kind of hog tied him and stuff ah, like that, and what was it they called him the snowman or something? Um, ah, it was just it was an eye opener. The guy, while he had all of this talent, and fair enough, he's probably ripped off a lot of his music, and it, it quite it quite openly admits that in the movie as well. Like he hears the the black rock and roll, and then oh, I, he was completely influenced by that. I, but he took music to levels that nobody had ever seen. Well, that's it. In the grand scheme of things, if he hadn't, would that music have reached the heights that it did after Elvis? So there's that there's that question to ask as well. There's a lot of questions answered um, during the Elvis movie. I, I enjoyed it, so it's it's up there. Aye. Yeah. I enjoyed it too, but it's just, it's just his whole story. It just saddens me, man. Aye. That, that man died at 42, and what what could it, what still could have been? Um, but uh, that's a good choice. Um, it was between that and the Batman. Right. I, I remembered that I didn't really like the Batman, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so I never went for that one. Um, so. Fair enough. What's next in your list then, Keezy? 
number three for me is uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Number three? I thought I, been, I thought that would have been higher for you. Aye. I've, uh, I've still not watched it, man. I really need to, but... Do you know, I, uh, do you know that way? I feel as if that's a movie that I would need to concentrate on. And the now... Oh, definitely, I. The now, I, never, I just I, don't have that concentration level, man. I don't know what's wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't go overboard about it. I, did, I mean, I gave it, I should have gave it four and a half out of five, but. And you gave it eight, never, eight out of five, did you not? <laughs> but I never went that overboard about it because I think as many people will love it, they'll be it. just as many that will probably hate it, won't get it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's one of these films, the more you watch it, the more you love it as well. The active performances are, are tremendous, and it's been shown in, already by the, the awards. Uh, Michelle Yeoh and Ki uh, Pai Kwan. Did you see his acceptance speech at the Golden Globes? I didn't see it. You mentioned it, but because I hadn't seen the movie, it didn't really. Ah, oh, fair enough. Oh. I, I think that guy's been a painter and decorator the last 30 years. I don't think he could believe it when he got the call. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I love to see that, man. I fucking love Aye, it. I love to see people coming out, of, coming out of left field and getting a getting a bit of a run at it like know who's got it recently like Costner he's got it um, with Yellowstone and oh, I, I love seeing like proper good actors that have maybe fell away starting I think I've spoke about this before they can have a, a bit of a career renaissance and they start to, like be in movies that they maybe wouldn't have been in 20 years ago like Brendan Fraser with The Whale Aye. he deserves a, another go at it didn't he 100% man that guy's career was Stolen off him. It's disgusting. Aye. What happened to no. him? But I always liked Brendan Fraser. I always, I always thought he was pretty good. You know, like um, California Man, or as they call it in America, and Sino Man. He was great in that. He was great in uh, Air, was it Airheads with Adam Sandler. Brilliant. Steve Love that film, man. It was brilliant, man. And that guy had it all, and he looked a million bucks. And he was, obviously, he was in Georgia the Jungle, he was in The Mummy and stuff like that. And he was, a, he was a legit leading man in Hollywood. Definitely, aye. Then, then he got yeah. absolutely done over, man. Aye. Done over. It's a shame. So, it's like I said, it's great to see these people because they do deserve it. You know what I mean? Aye. It was just a, this one was just a case of the two writers of this films and mind that wee guy in the Goonies and Indiana Jones. Whatever happened to him? And they just happened. They just eventually got in contact with the guy. Is and, that how? Is that how he ended up in the movie? Aye. Aye, it was oh, they just, then they tracked him down and they offered them the role. Did it come short range? Is he in this Indiana Jones movie? Nah, I don't think so. Oh. That, that would be amazing. You know, uh, Maybe that's the scenes that they're refilming. Like, quickly get him in. Get him, get that Oscar <laughs> winner in. <laughs> maybe maybe but, um, beef, up, beef up this movie a wee bit. And Indy walks into a pub in Glasgow and short range decorating it. A fag in one hand, a roll on the other. (laughs) 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 Going to to town on Bird's Bar. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, good stuff. (laughs) Um, That was one of the highlights of the film for me was when I came out of the movie and said, That guy was amazing. Who is he? And looked him up and see when I, I found out it was him. Just the hairs <laughs> in the back of your neck, man. I was like, ah, that's <laughs> phenomenal, man. 
Uh, it's, it's a great that's what I mean as well though like, see you're saying is that who it is hairs in the back of my neck that's because of Indiana Jones and that's what I'm Aye. talking about when I was talking about the trailers he, they could have put up just a hat sitting <laughs> right, or, or the whip just sitting on a table with a hat with that music and I would still have been first in the queue yeah, to go, I, in, to go I, in and I, see I, it and that's what I mean because these movies have got this pulling power Right, and there's no movies now that have it. You know, no. you could argue Avatar, right? But that holds no interest. Could Could you tell me one character's name out of Avatar? Absolutely not. No. Right. I don't know how they've pulled it off. I don't know how they've got got it to two billion. Mate, he's the biggest flim flam man that's ever been. <laughs> Cameron, right? It. See, with the exception of the Terminator movies, right? I I thought Abyss was a lot of shit. <laughs> he done the I one. Remember, where, he one. done the one where he went all the way down into the water and and a submarine, right? Aye, aye, aye. Just he's a Terminator. He's a he's a good Terminator movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or a sequel to True Lies? Had been good. Aye, he's a anything we are made for, but just just he's an army movie. <laughs> Stick army and Avatar, and then we can talk. <laughs> I tell you something I'd remem- I'd remember Avadar <laughs> these movies is, is visually stunning and we can't we can't argue against no. that they, they're probably the most visually stunning movies that I've ever seen in my entire life right? I remember being like quite taken aback when I seen the first one but Aye, so shit, this is incredible it looks incredible but that's not enough to pull me in for a, a sequel Nah. I, can't, I can't really remember much about the story of Avatar, if I'm honest with you. Not really, no. You've said already a couple of times, there's nothing that's putting a rocket up my ass to get me to get me run no. pictures. Nothing at all, man. Nah. So, like... It, and that's it, we're, we're hanging our hopes on Indy. Exactly. Um, Indiana Jones and then, uh, Roadhouse too. <laughs> <laughs> but then, on the other side of the coin, by not going to the pictures, I'll be missing out on other awesome films like everything everywhere all at once. Because I just, I just went to this on holiday because it was something to do and it blew me away. But Aye. probably not. I think this is the minority of this film. That's how watching the watching the house one. Oh, I, I, Dave, I, I can't recommend it enough. I, I think you'll enjoy it. Aye, I'll give, I'll, I will give a bash at some point. I just think it's one of the films that you need to be ready for. And Aye. 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 So number, number two for, was that number two for you or number three? That was that number three for me. Right, so number two for me is probably going to be your number two as well, I would think. But let's uh, let's All just right. make certain. Uh, Jerry and Mars go large for me, number two. Jesus, jumping! You forgot it, didn't you? Aye, but we've also forgot another one. What? I think. <laughs> I'll tell you after we've done our top fives. Right. Okay. Right. So Jerry and Mar- <laughs> Jerry and Mars go large. You've seen it. I've seen oh, it. Everybody who I've Everybody who I've recommended it to that's watched it loved it. It's brilliant. It's just a brilliant film. Again, another true story. Um, the same, mm. the same as Jackass Forever. <laughs> well, to be fair, Jackass Four, Elvis and Jerry and Mars go large. Three, three of my top five are <laughs> true stories. So um, <laughs> this this movie, I think you'll have heard me talk about it on the show previously. Quick rundown. Basically, it's about a guy that devised a scheme as to how he could win the lottery every week. Not win the lottery every week, but make a profit on his outgoings 
it's the story of he's a mathematician and he devises a scheme. He notices a loophole within a county lottery. And, and he, de- he devises a scheme on how he's going to cash in on this. And it's brilliant. Remember what I was saying earlier on about the horror Aye. movies? You don't care a damn about any of the characters. See, every character in this movie, they were brilliant. Every oh, scene. I love them all. Aye. Aye. And, and if somebody come up to me and went like that, listen, I've got a foolproof scheme how you can win money on the lottery every week. Do you want in? Where do I sign, mate? Right. <laughs> Now, everybody in this movie is the same as me. What? I want to win a lottery every week. Right? Show me how to do it. All the characters give tremendous performances. All the actors, sorry, give tremendous performances. Annette Benning, Brian Cranston are the two main Aye. characters in it, and the both of them absolutely smash it out of the park. Get a watch. If you've never seen Aye, it. I told my dad about it because my dad absolutely loves the lottery. I did describe the film. He's like, oh my God, that sounds absolutely amazing. He says, I can't wait for it to come on the telly. <laughs> Who says that? <laughs> it's somebody been for years. <laughs> I was like, I can say it up for you now. He's like, oh, we'll just wait for it to come on the telly. Jeez. <laughs> In this, in this day and age, nobody should be waiting for anything coming on the telly. You don't know when you don't know when Putin's going to fire a rocket up or else. Not. I mean. <laughs> Hi. Tell Super Ali get that watched. I know. I got my mum to watch it. Yeah, she, I watched she it there. Ah, oh, she loved that. Aye. Aye. It's a great film. Can't really believe is. I forgot all about that. <laughs> Terrible. Aye. I loved it, man. So, Jerry and Marge go large. If you've not seen it after a first review, get it watched after this review. Second best movie of 2022 for me. Great stuff. And my number two comes with a heartfelt public apology. Oh, my God. Enchanted too? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a heartfelt public apology to one Mr. Brad Pitt. Oh, because when we no way about... bullet train's not number two. Aye. Seriously? When we, spoke... when we spoke about the trailer, I was like, ah, Brad Pitt's won the Oscar and fucking chucked it. I know, that's exactly <laughs> what we said, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> And he's, stand, he's standing on the stage at the Oscars like that, right? This is when I make my money. <laughs> <laughs> Get my agent on the phone, see, I eat everything. What's the first film? What's the what's the first film we've got there? It's a film called <laughs> Bullet Train. Tell them I'll do it. <laughs> but but before I before I agree to it, they must make the trailer look like a mobile phone advert. <laughs> All right, Brad, you've got it, my man. That's okay. <laughs> I, I watched it and he, I absolutely loved it. Thought it was amazing. I need to watch it. And I think it's actually coming on Sky soon, so reputation on the line here, but uh, it's brilliant. It reminded me uh, half Tarantino, half Guy Ritchie. Patter and it's brilliant. Well, that's the true. action scenes are great. Uh, I mean, it's absolutely bonkers and absolute nonsense, right? It's all these assassins on a train looking for a briefcase and they're all got killing each other and all that, but uh, Brad Pitt's that guy. I used to slate him and all. I, I hated him as an actor. Uh, Brad Pitt. Aye. Brad Pitt's uh, one of the greatest to ever strap on a pair of acting uh, boots. I, well, I, I thought he was a bummer hell. I didn't want nothing to do with him, but he's completely. Uh, uh, he's you know, absolutely brilliant. You couldn't see past the handsome exterior, mate. That's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that guy is nearly, he must be kicking on for 60. 
Hello. Still looks tremendous. Seriously, seen in once upon a time in America, uh, once upon a time in Hollywood. Where Aye. it's him and Bruce Lee. Oh, tremendous! Bruce Lee's like you're far too pretty to be a stuntman. I'm like, oh, by the way, Bruce doesn't tell lies. I can't. <laughs> I guy, I far too pretty to be a stuntman. <laughs> um, I know who's brilliant in this. I didn't realise it was him because Aaron Taylor Johnson. I looked up. I looked up the the cast after the film. Like, that's 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 the guy for Kickass. He's uh, amazing in this. Mate, he's he's yeah. uh, being spoken about for James Bond, don't so uh, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say not to that. By the way, I can. I can pick him out of a lineup now. See the difference from no. him now to what he was before. Aye. When he was in, I wouldn't have had a clue with him. I wouldn't have had a clue with him. Do you know what he is as well? He's a right good actor. See anything I've seen him in. He's been, he's been really good. Um, bullet train. Uh, I'm as shocked as you are. <laughs> uh, I think you'll love it. It's just a couple of hours of brilliant action and, and stupid fun. I, I thought it was great. Aye, I, that's the sort of thing I'm right up for. See, so just turn it on, don't need to think about it. Aye. Get it, watch it, aye. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely give that a go because that's a few times that you've mentioned that it's good, but the fact that you're putting it at number two in your list of the year is incredible. Uh, <laughs> I think it sums right. up the year right So, enough. before we go to our number ones, Right, we'll maybe have a couple of honourable mentions. Aye, so I had awards to hand out. Mm-hmm. So the fil- so the first award is the film that Chris forgot. Right, okay. I thought it was absolutely certainty to be in your top five. Uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Ah, fuck, I forgot about that, man. <laughs> I enjoyed it, man. Nicholas Cage, I-, I thought it was great. And what like ah, I said before, see, that, see right now, see if you put Pedro Pascal on the telly reading the phone book I would yeah, I think <laughs> I think he's brilliant man I really do I think he's Aye. excellent um, he's, he's, the, he's the only reason I never turned off that Wonder Woman 84 trash oh well do you know what see my uh, Kevin my Kevin Bacon number to Pedro Pascal I'm only two away for Pedro Pascal aye aye because I was in Queen of the New Year with um, Matt Costello see the referee that done the VAR. Aye. He was in Wonder Woman. Was he? Aye. He portrayed Max's driver in Wonder Woman 84, right? <laughs> so, so Max... So he was Pedro Pascal's driver? Yes. Yeah. I, I never Class. even thought of that, mate, when I was... I, do you know what I mean? <laughs> start, sitting talking to him for ages and all that. Oh, for God's sake, man. And I've, I've not even went, by the way, what's Pedro like? <laughs> <laughs> Is Pedro a good guy? Tell me Pedro's a good guy. I don't want him to be an arsehole. Is he a good guy? Oh, I hope he is. <laughs> I, don't, I, I think the fact that he's getting all this work now shows that he, he must be a pretty good guy because Aye. as talented as you want to be, I don't think that there's any space in Hollywood now for people that are arseholes because they'll just get absolutely called out straight away. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Oh, I definitely. Aye. Aye. Aye so uh, the unbearable weight of exceptional talent or something like that. <laughs> Massive talent. Ah, yeah, it, was a, it was a it was a great film. If it doesn't roll off the tongue, that's maybe it's one it's one draw. people would see the name of that film and not even bother to look into what it's about. No, <laughs> and it's it's a good probably film. wouldn't even finish reading the full title. No, unbearable. Where ah, going? It's going. Ah, it's, it's probably <laughs> an unbearable expectation. Ah, it's a 
That's a period drama. <laughs> I don't want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> when, they um, when they don't know, it's another great true story for 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so what's, 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 the rest, what's the rest of the end of year awards then, Keezy? So when you mentioned there was my biggest disappointment, at the start of the year, I would have said this film is going to be number one. Nothing will get near it. I don't care if it's crap. <laughs> I, know, I know it's coming. I know it's coming. <laughs> yeah, it's a disenchanted. What did I call uh, it? Enchanted 2? Enchanted 2, aye. Um... Uh, oh, uh, see the fact that I didn't even know it was getting made. Well, the alarm bells were ringing when it was getting put straight onto the, the streaming service. Uh, and uh, don't, don't get me wrong, I, I thought it was a decent enough idea, and everybody that's in it's good in it, but it's just it was just missing. Know what it is? See Disney sequels. Mm-hmm. What is it with the songs? These it was as if. By the way, you forgot to write songs for this body film. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right, just I mean, write them fling, now. Just fling a dictionary into a, into, a, <laughs> into a machine and whatever comes out, we'll just we'll record that. Uh, songs were atrocious. Um, this is the film that see people that haven't seen Enchanted. Aye. This is Disenchanted is the film that they think Enchanted, Enchanted is. is. Uh, Enchanted's a masterpiece and this film proves it. This film's existence is just more evidence of how amazing Enchanted is. That's, um, one, that's one way to look at it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but aye, I was gutted. Uh, I did laugh a few times, but nah, it fell flat. It, uh, wasn't, it wasn't even this laugh either. <laughs> I can't believe I've made this shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's Enchanted, yeah. eh? Um, have we got any other awards to give? Are we giving out any more? I, but first one, the next one, sorry, is most overrated film, and it's right. Glass Onion. Everybody was going bananas for this film when it came out. It came out in, I think it was Boxing Day. And it's a good watch, right? It is a good watch. But it's a, Daniel Craig plays it. Did you see the first one, The Knives Out? No. No. So that that's great. He plays a, like a French New Orleans detective guy. The best detective in the world, right? But and and this is a new murder for him to solve. It's not like it's Honest, not like, it's not like but, Daniel Craig to play the best detective in the world, is it? <laughs> but uh, honestly, it's it's a it's a it's a decent it is a decent enough watch, right? But halfway through it, it there's a kind of the film just completely turns, and because of that, you you know what's happened straight away. You, you solve it like that. It's like, this guy's supposed to be the best detective in the world, but Columbo wouldn't get out of bed for this fucking case. Monk would have it wrapped up within 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's, it's a commentary on like, like these stupid billionaire guys they know that, and, and all the hangers-on. It's all, so, and uh, Daniel Craig's great in it, and Janelle Monáe's brilliant in it. It's it's a film you would never watch a second time. Is that and actually see when it gets gets to the end and it's all revealed you like that. This film's all the fucking shite. <laughs> it is that uh, it is so uh, everybody went daft for it and one guy came out and slaughtered it and he got hammered for it on Twitter. Aye, I think he nearly had to delete his Twitter and all that. But um, oh my god, man! So people are the, the 
defensive when it comes to this film, but I, yeah, I, 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 I don't I understand watch. that. See that that's that's in all walks of life now. There's no great there's no grey area. It's all black or white. You either love something or you hate it and do you know I, I can't stand that man. I honestly can't stand it. Like, for example, I, there's maybe a TV show that I maybe wouldn't go out my way to watch, but I can understand why people like it. So let them go on with it. If if exactly, somebody yeah. likes it, let them go on with it. The same way as if somebody doesn't like it. But um, the Glass Onion and Knives Out, uh, Kean's been talking about watching the two films recently. He's uh, saying that everybody's raving about them. But I remember the, Knives Out's brilliant. I remember Knives Out coming out, and they're not really being a fantastic fanfare about it or anything like that, so... Yeah, it's, it's definitely better. Aye. Uh, um, but that's the thing, right? He, in this, he's like a... He, he's, he's a gay detective, but he's got more chemistry with... In the first one, with Anna de Armas, and in this one, with Janelle Monáe, than he ever did with any woman playing when he was playing James Bond. I think, that's that's ma- I think that's maybe part of the James Bond thing, though. I all right, Sean Connery and Roger Moore and all of that had these women, and they were <laughs> the, the chemistry was electric. But see, if you're James <laughs> Bond, you don't want to get attached. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You don't, uh, don't want uh, to get attached. Do you know what I mean? And, like, I mean, even like you, the, the last one with his wife, there was fucking no spark there at all. I never seen that. But anyway, don't get me started on that <laughs> bloody thing. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, it's worth a watch. But it's that that is it's a lot of shit. It really is. It's It's enjoyable film, but deep down, you know, it's a lot of crap. Aye. Uh, so that's why that's most overrated. And sorry, final one. Uh, it was biggest surprise. Mm-hmm. And it was you who told me to watch it. I would never have watched this in a million years. I uh, quite liked the first one. Didn't go daft about it. My pal is his favourite film of all time, the first one. And um, when the sequel came out, I wasn't interested in it. And you said, I just watched the two of them today. They're brilliant. <laughs> and then I, I stuck it on. And it's a... Uh, and but this was the visit of this film as well. This is Hocus Pocus 2. I bet the biggest I, surprise of the year. Everything's divisive now. I know, I, you, I know. Can't, you can't have a, a, a debate with somebody about something like that. I thought yeah. that I, had, I had never seen any of the Hocus Pocus movies. And I watched, right. the, like I said to you, I watched the both of them back to back. I, I thought the two of them were brilliant. Aye. My pal Craig is the Hocus Pocus, his favourite film of all time. But if you met him in the street and asked him what his favourite film of all time, would be probably say The Godfather or something. <laughs> Scarface. But he would, uh, he would never admit to it being Hocus Pocus. But, you're the guy, uh, you're the guy that's favourite movie, Hocus Pocus. Oh no, oh no. Well, they are made for me. <laughs> um, but I thought the same one. I thought Bed Bed Midler was absolutely phenomenal. Made the ending. Uh, she the ending it was great. The ending it was I, fantastic. She was chewing the scenery, and she was. You could tell she was bloody loving it. Aye. But that was the problem. The three, the three originals. They, Aye. they, they, they were loving it. But the problem with the film was and why it never got my top five is because the kids, there was, there was no, there wasn't a personality between them. The no. the, the the younger ones, they they kind of ruined they kind of ruined it. But just watching Bed Midler having the time of her life doing this film, I I, I thought this film was brilliant. Is that a Disney movie? Aye. Guess what I'm going to say to you. <laughs> what is it with Disney sequels and their songs? <laughs> aye, aye. <laughs> uh, uh, 
<laughs> no, I liked it the bit when they came out and what was he saying? Uh, I the, 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 the bitches back. Oh, that's right. Yeah, on Johnson. I, I like that bit. And the, the, the three kids all looking at him like, who the hell are they singing to? So <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. Uh, it was good. I enjoyed that. I thought the kids were pretty good in it as well, to be honest with you. But see, I think that transfers onto the screen, see when you know somebody's enjoying making that. Yeah. No, it quite clearly translates onto the screen and it makes you enjoy it more as well. So, aye. And, yeah, and as you say, see, the, the ending, I was tearing my. I turned around and Sammy had fell asleep. I was like, thank Christ. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff. Aye, but, aye that, that was my awards. Um, any other films for you this year? I think we've, um, I think we've covered every one. This year I watched I watched a few I watched Terrifier and Terrifier 2 um, No Jesus oh. Aye somebody Somebody on Twitter said Oh I've got a film for you Cheesy That's, that's why I watched it Showed the picture that Terrifier I was like mate I'm counting down the sleeps To Disenchanted And yeah. you're, you're recommending The, the, the drop bloody thing that's funny. <laughs> I enjoyed it, man. I thought it was pretty good. Um, but no, uh, there's no really. Keezy, I'm not going to lie to you. I can't really remember. I, I can't. Uh, I, I even come in, before coming on here, I had a wee look through uh, people's lists of their best movies of 2022, and there was nothing. Nothing that really stood out for me. So hopefully, 2023 is a better year for movies. Aye. I'm really looking forward to a new Scream movie. I'm interested aye. to see what they do with this Flash movie to reset the, aye, aye, the, the DC universe. I know, obviously, I've said I'm not really bothered with superhero movies, but this is this is going to set how they go for the for the future. Aye. Uh, I quite fancied the John Wick, the new John Wick. Um, oh, aye, aye. Guardians of the Galaxy has got a new one coming out. We've got uh, Spider-Man across the multiverse. Um, right. Is it across the multiverse or across the Spider-Verse, sorry? Spider-Verse. Obviously. Again, though, there's not really making me run to the cinema, but... The next one I'm going to mention will make you run to the cinema. Uh, Mission Impossible. Oh, right. That's I thought you were going to see Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that puts me off that is a two-parter, isn't it? But, like, I've, no, I've, I've got full trust in Tom Cruise. One, aye, more, so... one more that I'm really looking forward to, I've not seen it yet, is The Whale. Oh, aye. Aye. We're talking about. So uh, we'll move on now and uh, we'll take. We'll tell you, I don't think you need to be the detective for Glass Onion to figure out what we've <laughs> both chosen for, uh, <laughs> for number one. It's Anybody that's seen it is probably their movie of the year as well, isn't it? Let's be honest. Aye. And it's Top Gun uh, Maverick. I was about to say Top Gun Magnum there. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's the next one. That's Top Gun 3. That's when Maverick, <laughs> Maverick's son with Elizabeth Shue for cocktail makes, <laughs> makes his way. <laughs> they were told. Oh, by the way, what a crossover. That's a crossover we didn't know we needed. <laughs> Again, when you're touching on, which is a, a much-loved franchise, well, it wasn't a franchise, but a much-loved movie. Aye. You're running the risk of alienating the fans of that movie. Now, yeah. I, I don't know anybody that's seen it that doesn't think it's better than the first one. I know. Aye, even Fudd admitted that. It's just, it was just everything that we were, we were needing, wasn't it? It was oh. just fantastic. I'll um, tell you, see if something like that came out once a month, the world would be a better place. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I, I, came, I, oh, came out, right. I came out of the cinema nearly signing up for the fucking RAF. 
that was missing. Anja came out walking in slow motion, like, ah, you're in the dark cinema and you burst the doors open into the sunlight. Oh, bang, mate. I loved it, mate. From start to finish, I thought it was excellent. You'd, oh, aye. aye. You had the pleasure of seeing my face when El Danger Zone start came on at the start. I was, oh, aye. Uh, Sure. That was it. I mean, I'd already seen it, but watching it with you made it even better. Oh, it's just it. thriving, man. I loved it, man. Thanks, loved for, it. thanks for saving movies, Mr. <laughs> Cruz. I know. Thanks for, do- <laughs> thanks for doing what everybody knows you were sent here by Scientology to do. And that is <laughs> save Hollywood, Tom. <laughs> who, who knew? Who knew after all the bad reports about them that Scientology would save the day? <laughs> 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 He's just there, nearly fucking signed up. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was, it was that or the RAF for me. <laughs> I, but, no, I, I loved it, mate. And, you know, it was a real cinematic experience, something that I've not had for right. a long, long time. No. I'd maybe argue Spider-Man was probably... Spider-Man, aye, aye, aye definitely. I loved, I loved Maverick. I thought it was brilliant. I thought... The casting for all the characters was spot on, and yeah. it made a believer of me out in Miles Teller. So, <laughs> I, so I think I think we've covered everything now, Keezy. I think we're, uh, we're at the end of this episode. There won't be a actor quiz movie battle this week nah. because we've basically we've not got time anymore. We've got a minute and forty <laughs> seconds. We've got a minute and forty right. seconds left on this Zoom call, so I, <laughs> I will wrap it up now. But in all, no, I've enjoyed that. I hope you have. I have me. I hope everybody that's listening has as well. Let's hope right. that twenty twenty three is a much better deal than twenty twenty two for movies. Absolutely. And hopefully, you'll be hearing more for us in the near future. So, thanks very much, right. for listening Troops and Keezy. With that, we are out of time. Watch the way that we fly, the way that you'll die, whoa!